Well, National is calling this a blowout budget. The party's deputy leader and finance spokesperson, Nicola Willis, joins us now from our Parliament office. Uh, Kia ora, Nicola. Let's start with the positive. What's your favourite bit of the budget and why? I was really pleased to see increased spending for defence. We are living in a more dangerous world and I've got this memory of the soldier who came up to me on Anzac Day and just said, look, we are not being paid enough. We're losing so many soldiers. You've got to fix it. So I'm pleased the government has stepped up to the plate on that. Okay, what about middle New Zealanders who are paying for their bread, butter and cheese? Well, I think they'll be really disappointed. I think of all of the New Zealanders I've spoken to who say to me, I'm so worried about paying the bills. I'm worried about my mortgage. It's already gone up hugely. What are you going to do to get it under control? And they've said, and I'm worried that I'm not getting uh, to keep enough of what I earn. And they got nothing today. Really what they needed was the budget to be really responsible, to show some restraint on spending, to take pressure off inflation and off interest rates. And they deserved some income tax relief. They got neither. Instead, We had a really big spending budget that the Treasury warns will mean interest rates will stay higher for longer, uh, and they got the government continuing to spend with pretty wild abandon. Okay, let's go through some of that. People got free prescriptions and early childhood and extension of the free 20 hours to two-year-olds. That's something. Mm. And free public transport for some people. Well, it's something if you've got children, uh, and there are a lot of New Zealanders who do not have children. Uh, Equally, look, let's take that example of the 20 hours for two-year-olds. I prefer National's policy. National's Family Boost policy uh, says that we will rebate up to $75 a week for your childcare costs, no matter what age your child is. And we'll put that money straight into your bank account. There won't be a middleman uh, in the middle uh, dealing with the government subsidy. It will go straight to you for you to use for your childcare in the way that you choose. I think that is a better approach. Uh, We also are funding our policy responsibly by cutting spending on government consultants. Uh, And then I look at the example of the prescription charge, and I think a lot of us would have sympathy with the idea that those on particularly low incomes or with very high health needs uh, might need some help there. There are targeted ways already which provide that help. And I just think of the chemist warehouse. They're already offering free prescriptions. Uh, So is this a big subsidy for them? Uh, And I think of all those middle-income earners who probably would just prefer a bit more income every week than the government deciding what to subsidise on their behalf. If you think the government, as you put it, is addicted to spending, and this is a massive budget blowout in in Mm. your view, um, what does that mean? Does that mean National would pursue an austerity policy? Would you have zero budgets, like um, Bill English did, two consecutive budgets of, of zero increases in operating allowances? Is that the direction you'd head in? No, what we want to have is careful budgets where we really focus on strengthening the economy and we get our priorities right. And for me, the priorities are we have to offer income relief to New Zealanders who have been in a cost of living crisis for two years. It's only inflationary, Lisa, if we fund it through additional spending. And what we're proposing to do instead is to reduce some of the wasteful spending across government so that we can offer tax relief instead. And Treasury put out advice last year where they explicitly said actually offering income tax relief is less inflationary than more government spending. So we think that's a responsible approach. We also, of course, Lisa, want to increase funding to frontline services in health and education, making sure we have a social safety net. But that means being really careful. 
if you are wanting to fund tax cuts through cutting other expenditure and mm. you believe that this budget is an overspend, looking at this budget, please give me one example of wasteful spending that you would ditch and explain to me why it's wasteful. Well, I've already set out to you uh, that it wouldn't be our priority right now to be spending $600 million on prescriptions. Uh, we so you don't think, think that's, that waste, that's the best use. wasteful no, spending? I, I wouldn't, no, I'm not characterising it as wasteful, uh, but what I am saying is that budgets are all about priorities, and we think the priority right now should be income tax relief. When I look at the budget, there is a $200 million loan in there for the mega-merged Polytech, that is the policy, of course, of Chris Hipkins, uh, and already it is so unsuccessful that there's a blowout that requires a loan. I think that is wasteful. We shouldn't be okay. spending money on that sort of thing. So the medications, and this is really important, I don't want you to be misunderstood, so I need to ask you again about this. Are you mm. seriously begrudging people free essential medications, a five-buck surcharge being dropped, when you know that about 135,000 prescriptions were not picked up because people cannot afford them? You don't think we should give free meds. I just think that of the way to achieve that is not through a universal blanket approach. As I said, there are already pharmacies who are providing prescriptions for free and the danger with this policy is that the government ends up with a double subsidy. I can understand why people want cheaper prescriptions, but what I want to do is make sure that actually we're reducing pressure on inflation, we're giving them more money in their back pocket to begin with. So. Uh, look, free things are always nice, Lisa, and it's nice to give them away, but we have to get our priorities right. Where's your alternative budget? We will be presenting our alternative budget before the election. Uh, the government is required by law to give us an update on the state of the government books ahead of the budget, the pre-election fiscal update. We will review the fiscal and economic conditions at that time and present our full plan. So no Between fresh now ideas election, right now for an alternative budget? Oh, well, we've been pretty consistent uh, with some of our ideas. I've mentioned to you the family boost policy. I've mentioned yeah. uh, in the past our policy to bond policy. nurses. And, and, and today the government's announced theirs, and, and voters probably like a comparison. So exactly when could you tell us when your alternative budget might be out? As I say, we will offer our fully costed fiscal plan when the government releases its pre-election books, which is traditionally around four weeks before the election. But between now and the election, we will continue doing what we've been doing, which is rolling out policies which state our priorities. Uh, and, you know, whether it's our bonding proposal for nurses, whether it's the family boost childcare policy, uh, whether it's our tax reduction package, we are making our priorities for New Zealanders very clear. Thank you for your time. That is Nicola Willis, who's the National Party's Deputy Leader and Finance Spokesperson, joining us live there from our Parliament studio.